Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Stevie has not practiced, uh, what's today, Wednesday, so he has not practiced on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, he's been with the trainer. You know, we'll see how he is, you know, later today when, when we're about to practice. I would anticipate him jumping in and doing some stuff today. Um, probably, well, not probably, won't do anything live. So if most of our practice is live, then that means he won't be involved in much. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a great Trash Talk Thursday as we're getting closer to the weekend, closer to the holiday season. And it's going to be a great weekend for sports. And, of course, it's going to be even tonight having some great matchups and some great games, too. But there's a lot of things happening. I'm trying to keep up with it all. It's been quite challenging, but a lot of fun. So we're going to talk more about everything that's going on in the sports world as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio as well as the Aaron Torres podcast. And, A.T., as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Pleasure, John. Uh, I believe this is the first time the three of us have spoken since my trip to Arkansas. Uh, really quick, want to thank you know everybody that came up to me and said they either listened to me on your show or on my podcast, and you know I had really a lot of people kind of reach out and just just welcome me to the state, including John Neighbors who was at the basketball game. So just really wanted to say, you know, I don't think I've been on your guys' show since that. Uh, for those of you that I got to meet, I appreciate the hospitality, and for everybody that I didn't get to meet, I still appreciate the hospitality. It was an incredible trip about two weeks ago. And uh, you know, we got we got to see a good game too, John, which was which was a nice part of it as well. well I was just going to ask you since you brought it up, uh, what did you make of? I mean, the trip itself, but more so the atmosphere of the game against Duke. It was a great win for Razorback fans. But just what was your takeaways from Bud Walton Arena for your first time? Yeah, it was it was it was incredible. Um, you know, it, I had never been to that arena, obviously, and um, you know, I think even so, the game was on Wednesday, I guess it was, and that morning I went to shoot around and. Being in an empty Bud Walton, it doesn't feel like a place that can hold 20,000 people. And so, not surprisingly, um, when it did hold 20,000 people and, and, you know, stuff went down in favor of the Razorbacks, um, you know, it was an amazing experience, a positive experience, a loud experience, all that. You know, it was, it was surreal, John, and I know I, I mentioned this to you after the game. I saw you, you know, kind of in the postgame stuff. But it, it was a weird game to be at because – what was it, about the six, seven-minute mark, a battle hits the three, and the game's basically over, and the whole thing turns into a big party. The student section is right in front of us as media members, and it's just a big party for the final, you know, six of the final seven minutes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you look up and they can't get the ball past half court. It's like a four-point game with 30 seconds to go, and Duke has the ball. So it was, it was really fun. It was definitely, you know, I think it gave Coach Musk a little bit of extra gray hair, uh, after, uh, you know, when it was all said and done, as opposed to when there was probably seven or eight minutes left on the clock. But that was obviously a big win. I know it didn't go well last Saturday in, in, in Oklahoma, in, 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 in Tulsa, I think was where the game was played, or Oklahoma City, excuse me. 
But I just bring it up because that is and will be a good win. I know Duke's struggling a little bit, but I promise you they're going to get back on track, and that win's going to look really good at the season this time. Aaron, how was your experience all together? Because you did the combo. You got to see an Arkansas game at Bud Walden, but you also went to a Kansas game. I sure did. Yeah, no, rock chalk. It was no, that, that, Kansas was awesome, too. And, I, I, you know, I don't know if there will be a scenario where hogs, where the Hogs get to go. But, I mean, even if they don't, I mean, what is it for about a four, four-and-a-half-hour drive for you guys? It, it's a great place to watch a game. Uh, it is different than anywhere I've ever been, just the history of it. You know, I've been to most of the big ones at this point, including Bud Walton. I've been to, you know, the Carrier Dome, Rupp Arena, Stores, McHale Center in Tucson, Arizona. But Fog really was different. It was, it was, it was a great atmosphere. Another, you know, place that it's amazing how many people they fit into a small space for people who haven't been there yet. Uh, it's virtually all bleachers, so, you know, it really is straight out of the 1950s. It gets really loud. It gets really hot. Uh, and I saw a much more competitive game in that one um, because UConn really made it competitive. Kansas ended up winning. They were the deserving winner. So it was an awesome trip overall. I mean, I really I got to spend a little time in Kansas City while I was there. So just overall, really, really fun trip. And obviously for a college hoop said like me, it was bucket list stuff. But, yeah, for any Hogs fan who ever has the opportunity to go to Paul Gallon, even if the Hogs aren't playing, I encourage it. But certainly if the Hogs ever do play there, you got to get there. Speaking with Aaron Torres, uh, Fox Sports Radio, and the Aaron Torres Podcast here on Out of Bounds. So, Aaron, uh, how does the rest of the year look like for you? Because I know we still got bowl games coming up. There's college basketball. I know there's NBA and uh, portal season and transfers, all that stuff. So just how is the, the rest of the year, at least over the next few weeks, looking for you and uh, maybe maybe some other travel arrangements you'll be having? Well, the Rose Bowl is about 10 minutes from where I live. Now, I'm doing a lot of radio over the holidays. I'll be doing – the national post game show on January one when the two semifinals go final. Um, so I'm going to actually probably get to the Rose Bowl for a little bit because it's the early game. Um, but mostly, I'm actually kind of done traveling. I travel for Thanksgiving and then I obviously travel the following week to Fayetteville and, and Lawrence. So I'm kind of done traveling. Um, you know, this week was nice. I know these poor college kids all have finals. I don't envy them and, and the studying and everything going on, but it was kind of nice to not have a lot going on at the nighttime, not a lot of games. Obviously, the portal, you know, we all keep up with, but, um, you know, that stuff moves so fast. And, and I think the portal and kind of National Signing Day kind of certainly gives us some interesting conversations to have from the football side. But, yeah, I think this week has kind of been a little bit of a down week. You know, next week will obviously uh, probably be – somewhat similar uh and then obviously you know the week after you know the, the week following christmas i know that a lot of people have off but for obviously anybody in the media there's going to be a lot of bowl games which leads into the major bowl games which leads into the college football playoff and then you know once we turn the calendar to 2024 i guess it would be um you know college hoops will really be in full swing so it really doesn't slow down i mean it was funny even my wife last night you know i did a basically a show because the portal's going crazy, and da-da-da-da-da. And she said, I thought you were supposed to slow down now the season's done. And I said, yeah, it really doesn't slow down now until, really, if you love college basketball, too, until, like, May, June because of the portal and basketball as well. So I'll say this. I'd rather be, I'd rather be busy uh, than not busy. So I really don't mind it. I love what I do. I know you guys do, too, so it's fun. Uh, and, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all that, it, that it, it stays busy even through the holidays and all that stuff. Aaron, another bowl game in your area, the L.A. Bowl, formerly hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, now hosted by Gronk. Have you ever been to the L.A. Bowl? I have not. Uh, next, you know, you talk, uh, you know, I just mentioned kind of taking it easy. I will say uh, next Thursday night the Rams play Thursday night football at SoFi Stadium. So I will be at SoFi Stadium next Thursday, um, and it's a great stadium. I, I was at the Georgia TCU National Championship game last year. It's an incredible venue, beautiful venue. So uh, I cannot say that I have ever attended an L.A. Bowl. I cannot say that I'm planning on attending this L.A. Bowl. I assume it's probably on Saturday. I'd be, it, honest, it I'd, I'd be honest, I'd be, lying, I'd be lying if I said that outside of those major games, you know, the, the Georgia-Florida State, uh, you know, Penn State Ole Miss, whatever it is, and the Peach Bowl, I'd be lying if I said I've really dug too deep into any of the, the bowl games besides the college football playoff semifinals. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to watch that one, UCLA and all that. So, 
I have not watched it, but I will be at SoFi Stadium in the next week for a bad Thursday night football game, which I literally just bought cheap tickets for uh, this afternoon. So how about that? <laughs> that works. Well, Aaron, uh, I know another uh, thing that's been going on and some we've definitely been talking about is the SEC football schedule getting released yeah. yesterday. Uh, knew who everybody was playing in the SEC, just didn't know the dates and everything. But as far as just the SEC in general, what was probably the biggest thing that stood out to you? I think the biggest thing, honestly, John, when we found out about Texas and Oklahoma all the way back in 20, uh, 2021, excuse me, um, I think we all just kind of had this idea of, oh, man, that's two really good programs coming into this conference, and Texas is maybe even at a level that none of us really thought at that time. But why I bring it up is I don't think enough people, you know, and, and I get it, right, because we didn't really know are there going to be divisions, are there going to be 14 pods, like what are we really looking at here? But now that we're just in this divisionless abyss, if you will, I think that's the biggest takeaway is how much in theory – um, you know, some of the teams in the West, their schedules get easier and how much tougher schedules get for game teams in, in the East. I mean, you look at Georgia this year, they had no A&M, no LSU, no Alabama. Now Ole Miss ended up being good, but I don't even think they were in the top 25 in the preseason. Well, next year they have at Bama, they have at Ole Miss, uh, and they have, they have Texas on the schedule and, and they have no Vanderbilt, no, no South Carolina. You know, Kentucky, which has benefited for years from that SEC East, um, you know, I think it's no Vandy, no Missouri for them maybe. And I know Missouri was good this year, but they've been traditionally an up-and-down program. And so I think that'll be very interesting. You know, Florida's another one. They keep LSU, they add A&M, they add Ole Miss. It's like no Vanderbilt. Things just got tough for them. So I think big picture, that's probably the biggest takeaway is I do think with, with no divisions, we're going to get a much more, you know, kind of fair and equitable way to determine who the best teams are in the conference. Now, everybody's not going to play everybody every year. We understand that. But with the divisions the way that they are, or with no divisions and with everybody basically playing everyone every other year, I do think it sets up where, again, those two teams that need an Atlanta, by the way, I would argue we don't need an SEC championship game, but that's another conversation for another day. I bring it up because I do think those two teams that meet in Atlanta uh, are, are, it's going to be a, a more kind of accurate screenshot of, of who the two best teams are. I know some years like this year it works out that way, but there's been many years the two best teams are in the West. So I, that, that's the biggest takeaway to me looking at everybody's schedule overall. The two additions to the SEC, Texas OU, who got the better end of the scheduling? Um, I'll be honest, I haven't looked too closely, but one thing I was thinking about, I mean, I know Jalen Milrow announced he's coming back uh, yet uh, today, actually. And I don't think anybody thought he wasn't. But Quinn Ewers right now is trending to come back for Texas. I, it, <laughs> let, me, let me be careful how I phrase this. Um, it is way too early. We don't know rosters. We don't know um, portal additions. We don't know final signing classes, whatever. But why I bring it up, Joe, is to answer your question. I don't know who got the better end of the schedule. But I think there's going to be a compelling argument if Quinn Ewers comes back that Texas should be the favorite in the SEC next year. Now, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying they will be. And, again, we have to see what the total rosters look like when they shake out. Uh, and, by the way, we'll also see if Texas, you know, how they handle not just one or two marquee games a year, but literally five, six, seven, basically every week you're playing somebody pretty good. Also, obviously, look, some really tough road environments at A&M, at Arkansas, stuff like that, Georgia at home. So I just bring it up because I think that's kind of an interesting conversation as well is if Quinn Ewers does come back with the way that he's been playing the last three or four weeks, a lot of young guys along both those lines, be an interesting, you know, be an interesting, let me say this, SEC Media Days next week, next year is in Dallas. I think, I don't know if I'll be there. I know you guys probably will be. And I think it would be an interesting, you know, media room, backroom conversation if, Texas is voted is picked to win the league. I think that would be an interesting conversation. So, Aaron, uh, I know that uh, this with college basketball, there's a lot of other storylines, but I'm curious what your thoughts on with this Louisville situation, man. Like, Louisville's been really bad. I mean, like, historically just trash. And then you throw into the mix of them announcing that the certain player on the roster has uh, left the team and entered the transfer portal or whatever. And then he comes out on social media saying, I never had any discussions about leaving the team. I wanted to be here. I don't know where this came from. He's in there at the game in person to see them lose. Yeah. Just What do you make of the mess that seems to be Louisville basketball right now? 
By the way, shout out to the Arkansas State Red Wolves, yeah. baby. I don't know if, you know, Little Rock is Red Wolves country, but uh, their first-year coach, Brian Hodgson, he was uh, Nate Oates' longtime right-hand man, really, really uh, talented, young, rising guy. It, it's bad. And, you know, I, I, I will say, um, you know, listen, every circumstance is different, um, but I don't believe there is any excuse to be this bad at a place like Louisville in the transfer portal era. And I was actually kind of blown away two portal cycles ago because they really didn't get anybody of substance. And, and Kenny Payne, who's their head coach, uh, is supposed to be a recruiting guru. He was obviously John Calipari's longtime assistant in Kentucky. And so I just bring it up, guys, because, listen, it's not my school. What they do is up to them. It doesn't make one iota of difference to me. But I do think that... First of all, I think it's embarrassing from the coaching staff that there seems to be no urgency. There's, you know, when you're bad and when you're not playing well, you can present it to a certain way in the fans that make you sympathetic. Hey, guys, girls, we appreciate everybody's support. We know we're going through some stuff. We need you to stick by us. But Kevin Payne goes to the podium every every, every game, and he basically said he takes no accountability. It's hey, listen, my my goal is to help these these kids and be the best version of themselves. It's like. Yeah, I get it, but there's also people paying money out of their pockets to come watch you pay, that, that, that come watch you play, that deserve a slightly better product. So I, I, I don't know what they do. Um, I don't think he'll be back for year three, barring something shocking. Um, I just think at this point it comes down to, like, does he get let go during this season, which is kind of unthinkable, you know, not even through two years. He's an alum of the school. He was part of the, you know, one of the national championship teams. So he was kind of an icon coming in. And I just sit there and say, I just don't know. Um, I, I just don't know how, as a competitor, as an alum, as whatever, you can go out and put out such a lousy product and not take any accountability for it. But it's bad. And obviously, again, shout out to the Red Wolves who got the victory last night. But it is bad there, man. It is really. Best team in college basketball right now. Your top five: Arizona, Kansas, Purdue. Houston and UConn coming in at number five. Yeah, I think it's Arizona. They, they've won at Duke in the opening week of the season, and I've said since then I think they're the best team that I've seen. Uh, they play Purdue this weekend in Indianapolis. I think that's going to be a very interesting game because Arizona actually matches up very well with them. Purdue will obviously have essentially a home court advantage. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I think Arizona's the best team right now. Uh, and, and we're going to see some peaks and valleys, you know, uh, following Utah as closely as I do. There was one point in the Big East portion of the schedule last year where I think they lost four of six or five of seven or something like that, and then really got hot towards late March in, or, or late February, in, in late January into February into March, essentially, okay? Um, and so I, I don't think a loss for anybody at this time of year is earth-shattering, but I would say that the, the – Four best teams that I've seen is Arizona, Purdue, Marquette, and UConn. Um, as a UConn guy, I don't think UConn has played anything close to their best yet. Uh, and I think Marquette's really good as well. Uh, probably not talked about enough, all things considered. Aaron, got to ask you about Giannis and his game ball situation. Have you ever seen Dude, anything I like that? I haven't really looked too into this. Yeah. I haven't really looked too into this. So, what? It, okay, so... Giannis scored like 64 points or whatever. It was, it was crazy. Yep. And so somebody wanted to give him a game ball, and they gave it to Oscar Shibwe instead. I, I, I really haven't looked into it, John. I'll be honest. Lay it on me. Give me the juice. So essentially what it was is that he set a franchise record for 64 points, and they beat the Pacers, and it was a great game, and he wanted the game ball. But the Pacers, were gonna, they, wanted the, they took the game ball, like made sure that they got the game ball to give it to Oscar Shibwe for scoring yes. his very first points as an NBA player. And Giannis wasn't having it. So he was trying to find, he started screaming at the Pacers player. He ran in through the tunnel, going trying to get to the locker room to get that game ball. And he was infuriated by it. And then he even said that uh, he got a game ball, but it's not the game ball. It doesn't feel the same way. It doesn't feel worn and doesn't feel like the right mm. one. So, yeah, and, and Rick Carlisle came out and uh, had a statement about it, said it's unfortunate, you know, this is what was going on, this is what we're doing. So, yeah, it was basically where the Pacers were kind of being little buttheads, as I like to put it, of just not giving the man <laughs> the game ball who scored 64 points and giving it to your guy that scored one point in his first points as a NBA player. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. 
interesting. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I say what I... Re- I feel like everything I say is negative about the NBA. I mean, I think it's kind of soft for me, honestly. Like, I don't think you're just entitled to the game ball. Like, it'd be, it's nice. Like, like, you know, I know it's a little bit different, but if, if a guy hits a home run, a, a historic home run, and the fan doesn't want to give it back, like, the fan isn't obligated to give it back. Now, I know usually there's some financial thing that gets played out, but... Like, I, I just thought that somebody asked for it and the Pacers refused and said, oh, we gave it to Oscar Sheway. I didn't know that Giannis threw up a big stink about it. I don't know. That, that's that, kind of my takeaway. That, that's kind of basically what it was, that they asked for it back, or Giannis wanted it back, and then they were like, no, we it's ours. <laughs> It'd be funny if, like, Oscar Sheway pulled, like, the baseball fan thing and was like, yeah, write me a check for 100000 You can have it. <laughs> just like another NBA player. Just like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 look. We can put it up for auction, or you can just give me, you know, you can just write me a check, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that's kind of my takeaway. I, I, guys, I'll be honest. Like, I try. I used to be a huge NBA fan. Um, the league has kind of largely turned me off the last probably 10 years or so. Uh, I think Giannis is an incredible talent. Um, and so I just feel like everything I say is negative about the NBA. But that feels a little soft to me that you feel like you're entitled to the game ball. Um, but, yeah, that's just my opinion. Uh, between that and Draymond Green throwing bows and getting ejected all the time, and try, I mean, it's it's chaos yeah. right now, it seems like, in the NBA of people getting very That's frustrated. That's the other thing. I, I saw the Draymond stuff, and then I immediately saw the, well, you know, I mean, he clearly has bigger anger issues that need to be resolved. It's like, no, not, not everyone in this world has to instantaneously become a victim. Like, some guys can just be jerks. Some guys can be... To quote the great philosopher John Neighbors, they can just be big buttheads, okay? Like, you know, not everybody has to be a sympathetic figure, and Draymond Green uh, is certainly not that. Now, Giannis didn't punch any, didn't take a swing at anybody. You know, I'll be honest, guys, I know you guys have a lot of OKC Thunder fans in your area. I've been out on Draymond Green since he kicked Stephen Adams in the you know what and the you know where during the 2016 West. Yeah, definitely. Hey, AT, we're up against it, but we appreciate you calling in and having fun with us, man. Great stuff. More Out of Bounds coming up next. Tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state? Well, tune in to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery and Cabot. Fishing Arkansas every Sunday morning from 830 to 10 on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Center. Last night in college basketball, the Little Rock Trojans beat the UT San Antonio Roadrunners 93-84. The Trojans were led by Jameer Chaplin, who had 22 on 7 of 10 from the field and 3 for 5 from 3. Little Rock's next game will be against Murray State on Monday. Arkansas State beat Louisville 75-63. They were led by Cable Fields, who had 20 points. Six rebounds and eight assists on six of eight from the field and two of two from three. The Red Wolves' next game will be next Wednesday as they take on the Bruins of Belmont. And in the SEC tonight, there will be one team in action. Florida will host East Carolina at six. That game will be on SEC Network. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof free. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell Special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy Holidays! Tis the season for huge savings at River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. At River Valley Tractor, find tractors rated number one in durability that gets your toughest jobs done with ease. Make your Christmas list orange this year with your friends at River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Visit rivervalleytractor.com today. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? 
<laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. A new steel chainsaw, blower, or weed eater makes the perfect holiday gift. Hennard Foothills Equipment has steel products in stock ready to go. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 501-268-1987. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ellis out front, had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim, it's good and one! How about that, L. Ellis? Quick as a hiccup. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's out of bounds, folks, and there's been so many things that we've been talking about today in the sports world because that's how much of it's going on. But as exciting and as fun as that is, it's even more fun and exciting to be able to win money on all these great sporting events that you're watching. So why not do it with the Bet Saracen app, the only app in the state of Arkansas that you ever need to have or to download uh, when it comes to all of your sports betting. And they have all the different sports to choose from, too. They have specials going on each and every night for all different types of things. Like even tonight, with Thursday night football, you got the Raiders and the Chargers, right? Big game here, and seeing how it happens in a division, I don't know how big of a game it is, but still, maybe you're thinking that it is going to be an epic game. Maybe you think one team's going to blow out the other team. No matter what it is, you can do it all with Bet Saracen when it comes to money line, when it comes to spreads, parlays, all that good stuff, as the Vegas Raiders are favored by three points. But some of the same game parlay specials you can get, how about this? Some big boost ones. Raiders not to win every quarter. The first scoring touchdown to match to be uh, of the match to be a touchdown, and also because it continues to go on, there be a successful two point conversion in the game itself. If you felt like all those things were going to happen, plus eleven hundred. But here is the long shot same game parlay. Both teams to score points with their first drives and Austin Eckler to score a touchdown in the first half. How about that? Plus, you want to know, we want to bet on that? You feeling good? Plus 3,000 with Bet Saracen. That's only with Bet Saracen. So you got to check them out today and download the app today. Uh, no matter if it's college, basketball, NBA, NFL, bowl games, or they're going to be in full swing, and they got all of the spreads on those games too. So check it out today. Download it today. It's the Bet Saracen app can be on your iPhone or on your Android. It is really easy to use. Or you can also go on their website at BetSaracen.com, and you can bet that way, too, as long as you're within the state of Arkansas borders. No matter what it is, when it comes to your sports betting, do it with the best app, the only app that you will ever need. It's the Bet Saracen Sports Betting app. It's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate Aaron Torres joining us in the previous segment and also want to give out a PSA folks on our show who have been tweeting at me we have given away all the razorback basketball tickets for the game against lipscomb so you can stop asking you we have given them away 
We are fresh out. We are completely out of those tickets, but it's great to see the amount of people that were blowing up the phone lines and so excited to not only go to this game because it is a sellout, but also uh, to get the tickets uh, from us and being able to give them to our listeners is always great, too. I was even thinking about the, the whole system where you have to have them claimed essentially by 5 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Like, the reason they're doing that is, right, hey, we're, we're not, these are our commodities. We're not just going to allow you to take some tickets and them not get used. You got to take them and then you got to accept them. And if you don't accept them, we're going to find someone that will accept yeah, them. Yeah, but see, I don't get that either because somebody could accept them and still not go to the game technically. I guess so. I guess it's also a way of uh, them possibly, I'm not going on a limb here, possibly being like, okay, well, if they didn't accept them by this point in time, then we can re-release them well, and be sold again. And, and then the other thing is, when you accept them, now it counts towards the attendance. Right. So it'll be a sellout. And it's going to exactly. have, you know, have 18,000 plus people will be there. It'll be a huge crowd. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But yes, uh, we uh, are appreciative of everybody listening in and the winners of those tickets. Hopefully enjoy the game and hopefully it's a good game to go to uh, on Saturday at Simmons Bank Arena. Uh, also, a few other uh, headlines that needed to uh, clean up and shore, but I know that we talked with Aaron Torres about it. But, yes, Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama, confirms that he is returning next year as the Alabama quarterback. Just makes you wonder, will he continue to remain the Alabama quarterback? Will they maybe go into the portal? Will they maybe try to go somewhere else? I mean, if he wins a national championship this year, I think that that answer is pretty clear. But Yeah, yeah. J- he wouldn't say he was coming back, and, yeah, there's competition. Hmm. There shouldn't be any competition. But, uh, of course, they – have a, a spot on the roster for the quarter another quarterback because they had a quarterback transfer out. Yeah, and so they whether it's recruiting and out of high school getting a freshman quarterback or one out of the portal, uh, they're going to have some space there. But speak, you're always going to need more than one quarterback. Oh, for anyway, sure, just in case of injury. Yeah, I mean, good grief, you have four or five quarterbacks sometimes on scholarship at least uh, for multiple reasons. But speaking of a uh, another quarterback in the college football playoff, how about this Texas backup quarterback? Malik Murphy, who, when we know when Quinn Ewers went out, all the talk is always about Arch Manning. But Malik Murphy was one of the guys that came in and played really well and is uh, definitely a big-time player. But he entered into the transfer portal last night, which was a little bit surprising to some people of the timing and everything. But this is what really made it to another sad deal of just the calendar and the scheduling when it comes to college football is because Murphy said in a phone interview that he will not be with the Longhorns in the college football playoff which apparently was very gut-wrenching for him. He said, quote, I hate it, I hate it, I'm super invested in this team, everything that we've done along the way and all the work that we've put together, it's a hard. It's so hard to walk away, especially at this point in time during the season. But he felt like it was the best decision I could make. It's nothing against Texas at all. I'm doing this purely for me and my future. In my eyes, I'll always be a Longhorn and be a part of this great team. I appreciate Coach Sarkeesian and how accepting and helping he's been along the way. As a player here, he's been super helpful. I'll definitely take uh, it'll definitely take me a long way. I'm glad that I was able to be coached by him, but I'm doing what's best for my future. Well, it was kind of expected that he would get in the portal if Arch Manning was going to stick around for another season. Now, Texas does play in the semifinal on January 1st. The portal, the last day for the portal is January 2nd. So he could have technically gone into the portal the day after the semifinal, but if they made the championship game, then he wouldn't have been with them for the championship. So even if he wanted to be on the sideline and be with them for the semifinal, if they went to get to the championship game, he wouldn't have been able to stick around for the championship. Because that would, to me, would have been even worse. Not, I'm not saying it for him because I know what he's thinking, but that would be even worse to me is like going to the semifinal and then Texas wins the semifinal. And then you're like, okay, now I have to enter in the portal when you're one game away from being on there in the sidelines winning a national championship. And if they win, if they go on to win, he still should get a ring. Oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. He's been with them the entire season. Stop this nonsense of you know who gets rings, who doesn't, who gets uh, credit, and who gets the accomplishment, whatever it is. Guys like him and people that are even entering into the portal this year from Alabama, whoever's in the college football playoff, if they've had a player enter into the portal here recently – and uh, those teams end up winning a national championship, they deserve still to get the ring, get the accomplishment, get the recognition of being a part of the team. Even, they were. even some of the bowl games now, I know that, you know, there'll be uh, a vast p- of people out that would say, no, they don't deserve it because they left the team. But some of these guys that are entering the NFL draft and they opted out of the bowl game, if their team goes on to win the bowl game, they get a trophy, they get rings. So 
they should be entitled to that also. I think it's the same thing that you can look at, which you know or may not have the exact answer or the response. But to me, if a player leaves and the coach is okay with that decision, the coaching staff's okay with that decision, his teammates are that good with that decision, then fans need to be good with that decision. Yeah, and, I mean that's if the most important people that need to be okay with that decision are okay with it, then everybody else should be too. And so. It's just it's just the latest in college sports and in college football of how things change, and I yeah I, I completely agree there, and also I thought this was kind of funny. Coach Kyle Shanahan for the Forty Niners uh, was talking about how he has two legitimate candidates for the NFL MVP on his team. That's true, but he just does not want to pick one because Brock Purdy, as well as Christian McCaffrey, are both in consideration. Says that they should be in consideration, but he was asked also, okay, so which one are you picking? <laughs> And he goes, are you guys trying to get me in trouble with those two guys? That's the only reason I wouldn't overly comment on either one of them because I don't want them to cancel each other out. If any quarterback, non-quarterback is going to get the MVP, I don't know how Christian McCaffrey can't. I mean, he's amazing what he's done all year long. If the MVP is going to be a quarterback, then I don't have to talk about Christian. I can talk about our quarterback. If his numbers is all you see, then I think that solves it up. But if you watch film, it makes it the case even stronger, which to me is the most important thing. That's one of those questions that shouldn't be asked because as the head coach, you know what type of answer you're going to get in return, but they were just trying to, to push the button there to see if they could get something. Yeah, he, he answered it the right way. I'll give him credit for that too because, yeah, it should, it's a question that, I mean, what, what do you expect him to say? I, I mean, we, well, you know what? Christian McCaffrey's been good this year, but without Brock Purdy, you know, we're, we're nothing, so... Uh, yeah, Brock Purdy definitely deserves it over Christian McCaffrey. No, like, I mean, you know, just something like that. Just be like, hey, they both deserve it. Both deserve it. Both deserve the MVP. And he, whoever wins it, either uh, either of them, you know, going to be so happy for them, and we're going to be happy as a team. Just yeah, it's a little poking of the bear, but I feel like he probably thought he would get that question at some point, just because of how well they're playing. I should check Bet Saracen to see who's the betting favorite right now to win the MVP in the NFL. Uh, I think that would be interesting too. Because if that's the case, remember I felt good about my Heisman pick with Jaden Daniels getting it early at plus 475 with Bet Saracen. That ended up playing out, but need to check and see who has the futures there uh, for the NFL MVP and uh, who could be the uh, winner of that and maybe some of the other runners up too. So, um, But yeah, they got a lot of different specials, by the way, on Bet Saracen for all those different deals for different teams too, but uh, also for uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, defensive player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, all of that good stuff. So yeah. Odds on teams to reach the playoffs. Yes, yes, which is great. Still uh, regular season wins the rest of the ta- time for some uh, some of these teams too. So uh, here we go. So the regular season right now, perfect. Brock Purdy is the favorite, betting favorite on Bet Saracen, plus 165. Or sorry, no, no, no. Dak Prescott is at plus 145 for the Dallas Cowboys. Brock Purdy's at plus 165. After that goes Lamar Jackson at plus 475. Jalen Hurts at plus 750. And then after that, it goes a pretty significant jump where Josh Allen is sitting there at plus 1,600. So, How about NFL Coach of the Year, according to Bet Saracen? Dan Campbell, plus 275. D'Amico Ryan, same odds, plus 275. Mike McDaniel, plus 500. And Shane Steichen of the Indianapolis Colts, plus 550, and then you have Kyle Shanahan at plus 900. If it ends up being Dan Campbell or D'Amico Ryans, both of them are very much deserving of it. No no question about it. So, yeah, you can get on that and uh, come back players of the year, too. How about, the Super, uh, how about this? I think this is a cool one, too. Super Bowl 58, is it a first-time Super Bowl winner or not? No at minus 550, yes at plus 400. So if you think of one of these teams that's never won a Super Bowl before, ends up winning the Super Bowl this year, you can still get on that. So, yeah, some good stuff there from Bet Saracen, but we got to take our final break. When we come back, it'll be three and out, and we'll get to some headlines, storylines, things that we didn't get to. Close up shop, get you ready, all for Drive Time Sports, which is next, so stay with us. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? And if you drive while you're high, law enforcement can definitely tell. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce. 
confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Office in Midtown Little Rock, 415 North McKinley Street, Suite 310, Little Rock, Arkansas, 72205. Gianna Missouri, licensed in Arkansas. CordellCordell.com. Drinking and driving will change your whole world. Whether you get pulled over or get into a crash, things will never be the same. Getting a sober ride will change your world for the better. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. This holiday season, I want to take a moment to express our gratitude to our valued customers and friends. This time of year reminds us of the importance of family, community, and of giving. Your trust and support have been the foundation of our success for over 100 years. And for that, we are truly thankful. So from all of us at Bell Chevrolet, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Visit bellchevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Coach Muss and the Hogs return to the loudest neutral site arena in the country. It's Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. On December 16th, be there and be loud as the Razorbacks battle Lipscomb on Saturday, December 16th, 5 p.m. Call the Hogs with Arkansas's own Devo Davis, Layden Blocker, and the rest of the squad by securing your seats today at the arena ticket office or by visiting SimmonsBankArena.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's December 15th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. You've heard it here on the buzz several times. Gary Hill, MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call Gary Hill, MSS Oil at 501. 27089. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time? is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, some of you have always felt that you could do a better job of calling plays at places. You know, he's new. Like this past year, Danny, you know, it's like, man, I could have called that game to only have three points scored. Well, in some cases, you may have to actually get your opportunity because right now you can apply for the Iowa's offensive coordinator position on the Iowa Hawkeyes University website. That's right. You go on the website and it'll show you how many people have applied, which is pretty incredible. 
but you can actually click on a button, apply for the job, put in your resume, and it will tell you that they will be in contact. So I don't really know. I don't know if that's a common thing or maybe that's a required thing. Maybe legally they have to do that. I'm sure that's what it is, but still pretty funny considering how bad the offense was for Iowa to see that, hey, you can actually, as a regular person, put in your resume and put in an application to become the next offensive coordinator of Iowa. Minnesota Vikings have made some announcements as far as injury news and uh, some quarterback changes. So Justin Jefferson, uh, head coach Kevin O'Connell said he did more, probably more than I originally expected and responded really well to all the work all week. And uh, we feel really good about where Justin is. So he's on track to playing. And then Alexander Madison, the running back, he's going to be out. And then, of course, they had already announced that Nick Mullins was going to be the starting quarterback. But now Josh Dobbs, not only is he going to be the backup, he's not going to be the backup. He's going to be the number three quarterback overall, the emergency quarterback, where rookie Jaron Hall is back in the mix, and he's going to be the number two, be the backup for the Minnesota Vikings. So this is a pretty wild thing where the voting happened of all 32 owners and uh, chairman, uh, presidents, uh, and everything, too. But uh, it's mainly the owners because George McCaskey, who is the owner of the Chicago Bears, he was the one owner that voted against having more international games. And the reason being, according to the CBS Sports Report, says that he wants the rights to be able to reserve home games when generational QBs come to play them. And his quote had everyone burst out in laughter because he says, we have generational talents coming in. Fans want to see Patrick Mahomes coming in. They want to see Josh Allen coming in. They want to see Jalen Hurts coming in. They want to see Tommy DeVito coming in. After that, they all laughed. But uh, his point was that he wants to reserve those big-time types of talents to have the home games. But just funny that now Tommy DeVito's even getting referenced as far as keeping games in the United States instead of expanding them to other places in the world. Joe Flacco is set to make... Uh, possibly he has incentives in the contract where he can make upwards of four mil based on incentives, and that includes, of course, making a playoff run, getting to the Super Bowl, but he's going to make 75000 for each of the remaining four games that he wins, and, uh, and then there are incentives where he get 250 for a wild card win, 500 for a divisional win, a million dollars for an AFC championship and $2 million for a Super Bowl win. And we've even talked about it before where Joe Flacco was on the practice squad. So essentially the Browns cut him and moved him back to the practice squad. So any team could come in and pick him up. But Joe Flacco has an understanding with the Browns that that's where he really wants to be. He says that that's the team that gave him the opportunity to get back on the field. So he said no to any other teams that are trying to come get his services. And it was always a thought that if um, players were on the practice squad, that a team could come get those players and just, you know, pick those players. And that's the way it was. But it turns out that players can actually turn down those options. But you've never heard of players turning down options because they've been on the practice squad trying to make an NFL roster. And if another team came calling then, of course, they took advantage of those opportunities. But with Joe Flacco, it's a unique situation where he doesn't need to go jump to the next team. And he actually has been named the Browns' starting quarterback for the remaining four games, but he happened to be on the practice squad for just a few days. So, Because there's a chance that they could face against the Ravens in the playoffs, right? Like that's oh, Yeah, just depending on where seating is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Now, that would be fun. That would be fun to have. I, th- I thought I saw someone tweet out that there was like a, a – chance it's pretty small as far as uh, it the would, setup it, it would be like where currently stands the ravens are the the one seed so they would get a bye so then it would be you know shaken out and determined depending on what happened in those first set of games so uh, this was kind of a funny moment uh the one chip challenge apparently still a thing it happened a few years ago one of the funniest ones was when Shaq had to do it and he did not handle it very well but Joel Embiid put up a video where he did the one chip challenge, which is just the spiciest, hottest chip you could ever have. And uh, his uh, clip of it was uh, pretty entertaining. The pocket one chip challenge is back. Let's go. So good. <clears throat> I 
I'm not feeling it at all. I'm not thinking we're not feeling it. I don't have any regrets. Now it's in my ears. I'm not even sweating. Why are you doing my throat? I can't do this. Hold on. Two more minutes. I'll taste it a little bit. I would like to challenge D'Angelo Russell, Carl Towns, my teammates. If I can handle it, no one can. I did survive, and it was too easy. So funny little clip there, and for those of you, uh, obviously it's a little more visual, but sweating profusely, could not handle himself, drinking as much milk as possible. So uh, it's legitimate, but uh, apparently the chip challenge is back, and Joel Embiid is letting everybody know about it. Lionel Messi had six of his shirts from his kit that were worn during Argentina's historic 2022 World Cup run and they sold at Sotheby's in New York the auction for 7.8 mil and it fell short of the all-time record the highest price paid for game-worn jerseys at the auction were um, it was Michael Jordan's 98 NBA Finals game one jersey and that sold for 10.1 mil. So we know how certain restaurants, when they open up, it's going to cause a huge spark. Like recently, Whataburger, for one, here in Central Arkansas area, when it opened up, there were lines forever, and it was uh, just insane. Well, how about this? In-N-Out Burger has become uh, a lot more popular, and it's beginning to expand. Well, they expanded into Idaho, and how about this? When it was the first one, lines were eight hours long in Idaho for In-N-Out Burger, folks. There is not a single food item that could ever exist on this planet that would make me wait in my car for eight hours to get it. Unless there was just no food left and that was it, okay. But there is nothing that I could possibly do and want where I'd wait eight hours for, especially when it comes to food. Michigan State just picked up quarterback Aiden Childs, who is from Oregon State. He followed former head coach of Oregon State, who now coaches Michigan State, Jonathan Smith, and... He has three years of eligibility remaining. Michigan State had a big need for quarterbacks because they had three quarterbacks enter the transfer portal, so this is a big pickup for them. Also, I appreciate uh, some good trolling, especially when it comes from other teams to other teams. How about the Tennessee Titans wearing their throwback Oilers uniforms when they play the Houston Texans? Yeah, J.J. Watt was upset about that. That was something he mentioned earlier in the season. Yeah, I love it, though. Again, good trolling is always a lot of good fun. But appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon from Guatney Chevrolet. Come on out and see us. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next. I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later.